What's up? Yo. 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 How's everybody doing? We're like close to a Christmas. Excited? I think the fights were fun. There's a lot of them. We talk about some fight stuff, I think, right? Let's do it. Talk about some fight stuff. It should be a treat. We're not gonna have any fights, UFC fights at least for a while. But um, yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Let's uh sing a song. Let's sing a song since uh, it is almost Christmas time. I like to call it Fitchmas time, so have yourself a merry little Fitchmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, your troubles will be out of sight. Vanished. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletides gay, so gay. From now on, your troubles will be miles away. Once again, as in olden days, happy golden days of yore. Faithful friends who were dear to us shall be near to us once more. Someday soon we all will be together. If the fates allow, let's go, motherfuckers. Until then, we'll have to muddle through somehow. So have yourself a merry little Fitchmas now. Oh, it's pretty. What's up, guys? <laughs> I had a great weekend. I went down to San Diego for Hot Dude Con. It was awesome. Uh, it was a spectacular event. Got to do a little speaking, talk to people about violence, the importance of mastering violence. And uh, it was cool. It went well. I enjoyed myself. Uh, everybody who's there enjoyed themselves. There are uh, a couple other Hot Dude Cons going on um, in the next few weeks. I think next is Dallas. They're in Dallas, somewhere in Texas. And then they're going to be in uh, Miami. So um, if you guys don't know, check out Modern Life Dating John and uh, see about it. If they're not sold out already, we had like 50 plus guys there. <clears throat> it was excellent. I really uh, enjoyed it. I got to meet some of my internet friends in real life. It's cool. Got to do some consultations with some people. I do that. Help guys. Uh, help guys get on path to mastering their life a lot of dudes out there um got a lot of good info over the weekend so it was freaking pretty awesome we got some uh, you guys already leaving some comments here andy lee all right man i'm glad you're uh checking out some of the videos some of the details and stuff appreciate it appreciate it yeah, we will talk about we'll talk about that sal we'll talk about woodley what happened with woodley um talk about some of the fights a little bit 
we will get to that. Oh, that's cool. Risen is going to have a show on New Year's Eve. That's going to be cool. Um, yeah, I, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, man, I've been I've been muffed by the by the yeah. I talk about controversial stuff and whatever. It's not you know, you're better off. Um, sign up for Rockfin, guys. I'm on Rockfin also. I stream this on Rockfin at the same time. Go to Rockfin, create an account. Um, I stream this uh, on uh, there for uh, free. It's not the premium. Premium, you don't have to pay to watch this on there. I do have premium stuff on there. A lot of technique videos that are in the premium. So you can get a little bit extra value for that. It's like $9.99 a month. Or you can pay $99 for the year. Lots of great creators on there and they don't censor. So um it's a great, it's a great uh thing you can do. I uh, yeah. So maybe you'll have more luck on uh Rockfin than you do on YouTube. You, YouTube's a sinking ship, in my opinion. It's yeah, you're not gonna get any uh honest um stuff here it's all gonna be fake sales pr garbage thank you very much cal appreciate that big time the super chat you are valued um all right man so let's go with the uh we're gonna do let's talk about the ufc card first okay i still haven't found a better way to, to share this screen like this but uh that's what i got right now bazinga all right, man. Starting at the the, the main card, uh, Cub Swanson looked really great. He looked great. He's been in there fighting for a long time. He's got forty fights now. Forty fights. It's solid, man. He's in the forty fight club. It's a prestigious club. Uh, Elkins, no chump, and um, you know he's knocking on the door of the forty fight club too. He's right there at thirty seven. Three more fights. Elkins in the forty fight club. That's uh durability so uh, i can tell how tough a dude is i don't i don't want to hear about pound for pound people unless they've had 20 fights over 20 fights if you haven't had over 20 fights you don't belong to be talked about in pound for pound then maybe get pushed back to 30 you should have maybe 30 wins before you're considered a pound for pound list or not i would cut it could be about huh because you got 29 spicy take <laughs> But no, I get tired of people talking about guys with the five fights. Oh, he's he's pound for pound best. Mm. There's more to fighting than just the fight. You got life, and a lot can happen in 20 fights. <clears throat> but anyways, Cub looked great. Got the big win. Good for him. Uh, Gamrot with the win. TKO uh, in the second. Um, Ricky Simon got a big KOW, uh, second round. Uh, Amanda Lemos won a controversial decision over Angela Hill. And, um, there is the, uh, um, verdict. You guys heard of verdict? I think they have an app and it's like a scoring away the scoring system and, they clearly had Angela Hill winning the fight and um, it sucks. And they complain about the, um, the judging and yeah, the judging is a problem, but they mentioned the, the pay, right? She lost $73,000 because she had show win split with 73 and 73. 
and they're like, you know, it's it's bullshit that um she lost half her purse. She lost that much money because judges made a mistake. They're avoiding placing the fault on the right person. It's the promoter. The promoter is at fault for that bullshit because why the fuck do we still have these splits? Why are we doing show and win bonuses? It's garbage. Absolute garbage. You want you want to heighten the performance level of your fighters? You want them to open up and put on a show more? Pay them a flat rate, man. Give her the give her the 140,000 or give her 120,000 flat, you know. You can throw in a finishing bonus or something. That way you 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 escalate their their uh them putting it on the line. All right, they got their guaranteed pay and then they're going to get a bonus for extra performance stuff. Not this win win uh show bullshit. It's it's a it's exploitative. Absolutely, it's soul. It is exploitative. It's purposely exploitative because they know that the fighters are always going to look at that and 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 assume that they're going to win when they're offering these these monies and these deals. Always, fighters are always going to assume he's uh, the fighters are always going to going to think they're going to win. You know, it's exploitative. You can't do that in any other profession. <laughs> you can't can't do that to a plumber. You know, um, pay the man his money, pay the girl her money, pay him flat rate. And then you take out the judge's bullshit. If they make a mistake, the fighter's not going to get penalized. They still get their money. They showed up. They did the work. They did the camp. They performed. Just because the judge fucks up doesn't mean that they should get half their money. You know, maybe the maybe the company took care of them behind the scenes because they thought they won whatever. But that shouldn't happen. That shouldn't be a thing. Flat rates, flat rate pay in MMA. That's your uh, that's your that's your campaign slogan, guys. Flat pay in MMA. Just give us the fucking money straight up. No more fucking show win bonus bullshit. Okay. No more. Uh, but yeah, you always hate to see it. You always hate to see somebody work hard, perform well, and and lose when they should have won or get a draw. Fucking. BJ Penn, Rory McDonald, judges, cocksuckers. <laughs> oh, silliness. But yeah, man. So <clears throat> I think it was a close fight, but I think Angela Hill, a lot of people were saying she was clearly the winner. And let's talk about let's talk about this. Bilal. Bilal man Muhammad. Give this man his fights. Give this man his fights. Three losses, right? He's got three losses. What are, what is his uh fights? Wins over Damian Maya. What is this? A win over uh what happened with the uh Leon Edwards fight? No, no contest with Leon Edwards. One over Lima. Like, yeah, man. Is that all the UFC fights he's had? He's only had four. But this guy's tough. I like Bilal. He's a really tough fighter. He's got ability. I would like to see him um, be elevated in, into more showcased fights. He should be right there for a title shot. You know, he's pretty close. Like, who else? I mean, he just doesn't move the needle enough for him? Bullshit. Bullshit. I got a, I got a little uh, secret for you guys. All right, I got a little secret for you guys. This is gonna be a lot 
hard pill to swallow for a lot of people. They won't accept it. Um, nobody moves the needle enough, enough for the UFC. Nobody. Not a single person. All right. I'll give you an example. The highest grossing fighter that they have ever had is Conor McGregor. Uh, I think in the last year, Conor McGregor's fights, his pay-per-views, whatever, like his earnings were like 5% or less of the company's total earnings. That's not moving the fucking needle. They, they could cut him and they're still making a shitload of money. They don't need Conor McGregor. They don't, they don't need any of these big names. They don't need them. They've created a money printing machine. People are just going to show up to watch fights because of the brand and the monopoly that they possess over the belt. They did it. Okay. They, they've said that they did it. They own the sport. They don't need the fighters. They can put any bum in there, give them a ranking, whatever ranking they want to say that he's greatest. All of the press, all of their announcers, everybody will toe the line and say, yes, this guy's the best guy. This guy's awesome. He's so great. He's a bum you picked up out of the parking lot of uh, of Dairy Queen. <laughs> Zero fighting experience. He's number two in the world. Oh, all the journalists will support it and go with it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, guys like Connor don't move the needle. Like they don't they don't impact a guy like Connor doesn't impact their earnings enough for them to give a shit. What kind of leverage do any of these other guys gonna have? Fighters have zero leverage. You are being exploited. You're slaves under the system. It's a production. It's just a production. It's pro wrestling, but the fights are less fixed than pro wrestling, which is a disgrace because a lot of these fighters are training their ass off, going in there to fight, fight their ass off. It's disrespectful, man. It's disrespectful. How would I do in boxing? I would get tired. <laughs> Probably. Right now, I get tired of everything because I put on a lot of muscle and I'm not in shape yet. So <clears throat> I'd be tired. I would do it, though. I, I would like to try the triad if anybody has a contact <laughs> for somebody. I'd do the triad because you can you MMA gloves. You can hold and hit. I'll put a mother grabber in the fence and the ropes and the triangle ropes. It's a small triangle, too. This, there's not a lot of room to move. I think that, that anybody like uh, a Rainy Couture or myself – even a Khabib, um, who's good at hitting and punching in the clinch and stuff, could do really well because the boxers that they might fight in there, guys with good footwork, like their ability to move and, and avoid and stay away from you is going to be diminished greatly. You've got harder angles because of the triangle, and the, the mat space is smaller. Like when we started out fighting um, at the fucking backyards and <laughs> – uh, softball fields and bars and whatever, like there were small cages. You take one step in the cage and you're face to face, you're nose to nose with the guy. That's a very uh, beneficial um, advantage for wrestlers. Takes away the movement and footwork. A lot of the, the strikers. Awesome, yeah, man. <clears throat> uh, it was good meeting you down in uh, San Diego. Awesome. I was glad to have spoke. It's great. That you guys could have made it. It seemed like a really fun event. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. And uh, it was kind of just thrown together. John just kind of threw it together. He didn't do his email list or a lot of his other stuff. And uh, a lot of guys showed up. It was cool. Gamrot. Yeah, I'm mean, this is the first time hearing of Gamrot. It's a cool name. <laughs> Gamrot. Sounds like a character from like fucking Thor or some shit. 
Yes. Win bonuses keep fighters desperate, 100%. You can't do that with any other profession, man. Give them half their money. Give, give you half this much money and a performance bonus. <laughs> Fuck you, guys. Uh, I haven't talked to anybody. I'm not, um, like, I've still got two fights with Bellator. But, like, Scott would let me fight probably, like, one of those circus events. Who knows? I don't know. I got to get in, keep training and see how I feel. I've been training for the last three weeks. I feel pretty good. I rolled on Saturday down in San Diego with some new guys. I felt pretty good. But, like, I was hungover as balls. <laughs> Super hungover. Super chat. Super chat. What's up? Cal again uh, is saying, planning on starting judo lessons early next year to start building a foundation of grappling as a beginner. Planning on cross-training with BJJ pointers or advice for choosing a good school. Uh, do your research on the instructor. Right, Make sure he's a legit person. He's not just like somebody who gave himself a belt. Like see where his lineage comes from. See uh, if he's performed, competed. You don't have to be a great competitor to be a great coach. But it helps to know that, you know, they've they've been in the fire a little bit. It helps. Um, see if he's coached anybody who went to a high level. If he, you know, how, how good are his his students? Are his students good? You know, does he have like a lot of uh, students who went on to be teachers and those teachers were good teachers and they have students who performed at a high level? Those are good uh, cues to look for. But like the biggest thing is go to the class, uh, take the free class, whatever. And feel the environment, feel the people that you're there to work with uh, and the coach himself and his his style, the way he does things and see if you like it. OK, because if you don't like the people there to drill with, you don't like the coach, you don't like his style or his delivery, you're not going to go. You're not going to go. You're not going to like it. You're not going to want to be there. So go to the place you want to be. All right. Go to the place that treats you well, not the place that tolerates you. I think this is a bold statement, but it could be very true. Luke, Luke, I think Luke has enough, uh, enough grit, enough grit to, to make things happen. Um, if Usman puts him in a bad spot on the wall or takes him down, I feel like Luke a has enough drive and urgency to get back up. I think that's a solid, I think it's a solid uh, call there, but I like Bilal too. I like Bilal. We could make the two of them fight. Um, but, you know, I'd say either one of those guys could get a title shot. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, Dana was recorded at a, uh, a lecture at, like, Stanford saying this. Like, he, he purposely underpays fighters to keep them hungry to make them do what he wants. <laughs> like, it's not, a, it's not a mystery. It's not, a, it's, not a, <laughs> it's not an accident. I'm not making accusations out of nowhere. Like they know what they're doing. They've said it. They talked about it. People just people just want to. No, I love Dana. I love Dana. Don't tell me the bad things. I love him. Uh. Hey. Uh. <laughs> Joy Jesus. Man, I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to fight a bunch of Russian dudes at heavyweight. <sighs> it's big, man. Those guys hit hard. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, I wonder, boy, he's a one-trick pony. I mean, yeah, he's got he's got he's good strikes, and he's got you know that puncher's chance. He can make you miss and hit you. But like, I'm not I'm not big on the karate guys. It's not a lot of karate guys. You get a hold of the karate guys, you pull them to the ground. I don't know. This is bullshit, though. This is bullshit. It's like saying saying the Dana pays the fighters cheap so they fight harder. It's like, okay, man, we need to we need to pay Tom Brady less. We need to pay him less because he's not hungry. He's not going to play football as hard if we're paying him millions of dollars, right? Totally, totally overpaid Tom Brady. He would have won nine, uh, nine to ten championships instead. <laughs> like whatever. Did he did he win nine? He might have won that many. I don't even know. Right? It's just the most asinine bullshit ever. Okay. When you have money, you have the ability to train at a high level. You have the ability to pay training partners to train with you. You have the ability to, to get the healthcare and the uh, massages, the fucking saunas, the cold therapy, the fucking stretching. You can pay for all that shit. Keep your body at a high level and at a high, keep yourself at a high level performance. It's the biggest lie. It's a big ass lie. Fight, pay the cheapers, fight. Yeah. Let's, let's fucking. Make sure we only give one piece of bologna to the hobos when we make them fight each other because they'll fight harder. They'll fight harder. If we give them two pieces of bologna, they'll get lazy. Get the fuck out of here. That's the stupidest shit ever. It's really stupid. Bro, I can't make 175. I can't. It's not on the it's not on the books. It's like 60 pounds for me right now. 55, 60 pounds, not happening. Do you think you think Usman beats Bilal? Is it the wrestling? Because I don't I don't think uh I think Bilal's you know faster. Um Usman might hit harder, but I feel like he's like a lumbering, lumbering power. And I think a guy who's like Luke, somebody who's like fast, explosive, does better. <clears throat> Um, so you're saying Kazmat's happy with his pay. Um, yeah, I mean, you take a guy from, you know, poor mountains, poor guy from the mountains, like he's going to be happy with, with a lot of stuff. But like these guys, these guys aren't talking to economists. These guys don't understand how much they could be making. It's like with DC is the same thing, man. He was so happy to make $3 million in a fight. And I was like, bro, like you should have made 15 million straight up for sponsors and other shit. And like, that just is uncomprehendable to them because it's so much money because they grew up poor. Like that's another strategy. It's not an accident that the UFC kind of pushes certain guys. It's easier to control certain people. A guy who grew up poor and doesn't understand how much money he should be getting. Like if you're making millions of dollars and you're not paying somebody to like look over all your finances and, and an economist to like make sure you're not getting ripped off, like you're you're kind of not being smart. Where in, in 2007, <laughs> me and Hardy, is he back to fighting again? I thought he had like health issues. Um, yeah. So talking about O'Malley and uh, in this situation, um, like he's doing the right thing, promoting himself. 
right? He's fighting the lesser guys because he has a shitty contract. He got the contender series contract, so they weren't making him – he wasn't making any real money. He wasn't getting paid a ton of money. And he did the right thing, fight lesser fights, build himself up, build up himself social media, make himself more notorious, right? Build up his notoriety. He's done a great job of that. Um, the problem is, like I said before, the most notorious guy, notorious uh, um, Conor McGregor, the highest paid guy, the guy who's made the most money in the company, made the most money for the company, right? I think last year or whatever, he's like, like he's only bringing in like 5%. If he only brings in 5% of their total revenue, like he doesn't matter. He doesn't matter. So if that the most popular, highest paid, highest grossing guy doesn't really matter to their overall bottom line, what fucking leverage does any of these guys have? What leverage do they have at all? None. You have zero fucking leverage. Because they will, they will, they will have no problem cutting a guy who brings in five percent of their yearly revenue in order to, you know, keep people in line, make sure they're in control, make sure nobody's questioning their authority, making sure they're all company men and they won't talk back, make sure they all go balls deep on Dana's cock. Okay, they have no leverage, they have no power. They can pretend, they can act like it, but they don't need any of these guys. They do not need them. They have zero leverage, right? It's a production. It's a production, man. <laughs> Fitch versus Fedor for six figures. Fuck. Let's just try to get me into a grappling match, guys. Maybe we do a grappling match. That'll 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 warm me up, maybe. These guys are big, dude. These are like moving around with big guys. It's crazy. It's a different story. <laughs> it's a different story moving around. Because, like, man, you know, we'll get into the uh, main event. All right, let's get into the main event, actually, because this will be a good segue. Make sure we... Uh... All right, so then we had the, uh, the main fight of the night was... Boy, Derek Lewis, right? Derek Lewis, he's okay. If you guys don't know what that was referring to, he's okay. I'm not talking about him being okay as a fighter. It's like one of the things he does, he posts these uh <laughs> these horrific accidents and stuff on his on his Instagram. And uh he always puts like he's okay or she's okay. So give him a follow because they're hilarious, but they're awful. Like I have to like look away. I can only watch it once or twice because it looks like people are dying. It really looks like people are dying. It's like, he's okay. But Derek Lewis, man, so much power. This guy, ridiculous power. He touches you. <clears throat> you wake up in another universe. And uh, Chris Dawkins, he's tough. He's a tough guy. I liked him. <clears throat> I liked him. He's tough. Uh, but undersized. Undersized. Right? He, he weighed in, like, at 235. Okay? 235, 240. Like, that's... <clears throat> that's incredibly too light for heavyweight these days. You know, I think even Kane, Kane was like 245. I even think like today, Kane would be too small. <clears throat> he would out hustle these guys and still win. But like, you get touched, you get touched by a guy who's cutting to make 265. You know, you're giving up 20 to 30 pounds. That's crazy. That's crazy. Grab somebody who's 20 pounds heavier than you 
and try to move around with them and just feel the difference in power, man. Like, yeah, you might be able to beat them. You might be able to put up a fight, but there's just gravity's a son of a bitch, man. Gravity, gravity don't lose. Gravity does not let lose. It doesn't mean give up. You should never let gravity win. <laughs> fight gravity. But dude, it's hard. So like I'm walking about uh 228 to 233 on a given day, depending on what I eat and where my workout was. But um Yo, Afi, what's up, buddy? Um, but yeah, like it's it's a lot of weight, dude. Like I think grappling, there's a weight class like like 220 or something, or there's a super heavy above 225. I'm I gotta familiarize myself with that stuff a lot more. But that that seems like doable. I could compete and probably move with those guys. But getting hit by a guy who weighs 260 or a guy who who walks into the cage at 280 and he cut down. You know, he cut down to uh, cut 15 pounds of water to make 265. And he's walking into the cage at 280. Fudge. Fudge. I'm going to get whatever strike for cussing, but I don't care. Pussies. <laughs> um, yeah, man. <clears throat> That's crazy. It's, it's just a lot of size. It's a lot of bigness. Sean saying the Patriots actually did pay. I mean, come on. Underpay, underpay like a uh, person without free agency. Was he making, was he making, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars for, for playing? Or was he well above the league minimum? Was he well above the league minimum? Well, actually, actually, that's that meme right there. That's what that meme, I should have put that meme up if I had it. Um, that would be, a, it would be a really interesting matchup to watch. Uh, Khabib's way stronger though. Khabib's just a powerful person. Um, and then if he was actually trying to like train and fight at 170, instead of training and fighting for 155, it might change a lot too. But I think his defensive skills are enough to stay away from trouble from Maya. And then he's going to be able to put him in the fence probably and do some damage. I think Khabib would win a decision. <clears throat> Youth strength and uh, defensive abilities. Yes, you get the point. When you don't have to worry about money, you can train your ass off. And you can pay for better coaches. You can pay for better food. You can pay for just all kinds of shit, man. You got kids. You can pay for, like, better daycare. You can pay a nanny to, like, take care of the kid while you're still, like, around. So, like, you're not getting time, missing time with your kids. Like, there's just so much, so much more you can do with the extra money. Seriously, you're going to be a better fighter. You're going to be better prepared. Uh, there's a good example. Brock Lesnar, he had tons of money, paid tons of coaches to, to help, and, yep, we did great. Yep, I, I agree with this. Uh, my friend was saying this too. Uh, Bobby Southwick was saying it, but Dacus is he's a 205-er. He needs to cut the weight. He needs to buy the weight-cut Bible. He needs to buy the Wake Up Bible. He needs to buy the Wake Up Bible today. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll be able to uh, straighten him out. He'll be able to figure it out. All right. The Wake Up Bible, guys.
put it, I'm gonna put it right here. Yep. Wake up Bible guys. <laughs> um, that's what he needs. He needs this. Somebody, somebody send this to him. Bingo. There he goes. Wake up Bible. Cheap, affordable, make weight, never miss it again. Healthy. You don't even have to make weight. You guys can just you follow the meal plan and get jacked, get shredded, cut the fat. I have also, the last year, I have also proved that if I just add um, add more protein to, to the, the meal plan, right? So in the meal plan, a lot of the meals I'm eating, you know, anywhere from four to eight eggs in the morning, four to eight ounces of, of meat through my meals. I, I uh, jack those up. <clears throat> I'm, eating, I'm eating 10 to 12 eggs every morning. I'm eating um, nine or 10 ounces of meat for my meals. And that helped me fucking put on some weight. Helped me put on weight. For sure. For sure. It works both ways. When you get big, eat more. Lift, eat good food. But yeah, man, that was the... Uh, that was the big UFC night. But Derek Lewis, man, are we ready to see him? He's so much fun to watch. You know, he's fun to watch. But is he is he guy is he gonna is he a title holder? Is he somebody who can win the title? I don't know if he beats Cyril or uh Niganu. But it might as well let him do it. Let's find out because he punches like uh he's shooting cannons out of his arms. And uh he he sleeps guys so i'd like to see it why not uh colby yeah colby being newsman i i mean he already fought him twice like why are we gonna watch it again i mean sorry like it's a production you know not a sport or if he beat everybody he should have the right to fight it again but like you know it's production He's going to have to move up. Either Usman's going to have to lose, Usman's going to have to move up, or Colby's going to have to move up. That's just the way it is. If he wants to fight for titles, that's just how, how the game works. But, like, he blew it, I think. He didn't try to wrestle. He didn't try to take him down. He tried to knock him out. I don't know how much they incentivize these guys to stand and bang for their fight, but, like, was it worth it? Because now you're not going to get another shot at it. I think just win. Just win, baby. Takes care of everything. They're not going to take care of you. Sweet, you're gonna buy a few for Festivus. Nice. It'll be a very happy Fitchmas for everybody. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh. He already lost again. What happened to the what is going on? Oh sorry. Man, you hit the wrong button on this thing. It was acting up. Almost blocked you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess he did lose. So, yeah, so he's just going to have to be a uh, gatekeeper, I guess. Stipe. Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to see him back in there. But, like, I feel like some of these guys, when they start waking up, they wake up after a little while. Like, how much you're getting screwed and how much you're getting robbed. And then the UFC pushes them away. Pushes him out.
Yeah, Dawkins did not have the size. Definitely did not have the size. Much agreed. Okay, so let's do a little more MMA. I don't know if you guys are uh, familiar at all with KSW. Do you guys know anything about KSW? Ever heard anything about KSW? Because you should start paying attention. They do really great shows in Poland. Um, everybody looks like they're super gassed up to the gills. <laughs> like they just said, screw it. We don't care. We're not testing anything. And um, there's some big fights and exciting fights there all the time. Uh, you probably don't know most of these guys. I don't know most of these guys. But the the main fight of the night is the one we should probably pay attention to. was the uh, Roberto Soldich. Soldich. If I'm saying that right. And Mamed Goldovic. Uh, Kaladov, Mamed Kaladov. Um, Mamed's been some greasing people for a while at, at middleweight, and uh, Soljic is the welterweight champ. He was the youngest welterweight champ, I think, and now he's the double champ. He's a champ champ. And this is one of the things that we're being robbed of by the UFC's monopoly. We're not getting to see cross-promotional fights. Why can't we watch this kid... Uh, Mohamed even fight uh, Adesanya. I'd like to see Kaladov fight Adesanya. I'd pay to watch that, but we don't get to because of this bullshit. Because there's no cross promotion. It's it's stealing from us. It's stealing from our entertainment, our breads and circuses. Shame, shame on you. Um. But there are other good fights on the on the card. I, I want to start paying attention more to these and start watching more of the live events. Uh, Pujanowski fights on that card often. He was the world's strongest man at one point. It's pretty interesting to watch. <clears throat> yeah, it's a promotion in Europe. It's in uh, Poland, I believe. They do like 60,000. Um, yeah, they'll have like 60,000 people arena shows. People showing up. 60,000 people in the show. It's pretty crazy. It's like the pride it's like the pride level. It's like pride level in in Poland. It's big. It's really big. I want to get out there and, and watch a live show, get out there do some seminars. I think it'd be awesome. This is probably probably true. Probably true, but it's got to be you got to be company man more and uh um he never he was a great fighter stipe was he's a great fighter but he never sold himself he never sold himself now that he should have to but like that's the age we live in if you're not all over social media if you're not fucking smoking out uh, smoking out with pedophiles <laughs> like kashi 69 takashi 69 whatever <laughs> like o'malley is that's just weird man like, yeah, I'm hanging out with this my buddy. He just got out of prison for having sex with a 13-year-old. <laughs> like, he's cool. <laughs> like I would I don't know, man. I if I I I would think that I mean is 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 the is the uh is it that important? You know, is the clout is the clout so important? Is he bring so much clout to the table that you just look the other way about the pedophilia? Really? I don't know, man. These entertainment people are weird. 
really weird. Yeah, that would be I would I wouldn't put that, you know, past any of these guys. Like they get to a certain point, they've done what they've done, and they're like, man, like I'm getting screwed, I'm getting ripped off. Like I might as well go somewhere where I'm treated better. Go somewhere where you're treated better. Go where you're treated better, guys. Don't go where you're tolerated, go where you're treated better. And if you're being robbed, get the fuck out. Get out. Get out. Oh. Uh, it's I mean, it's the biggest, yeah. Uh, KSW is biggest in Europe, but it, I, I mean, I don't know. I, it might be bigger, in my opinion. It might be bigger than than one. So I don't know what the viewership looks like, but they do really big shows. You know, they do big shows. Misasi Adesanya, that would be fun. I'd like to see it. It'd be cool because I, I think Masasi's got good stand up, but like he can he can mask the stand up enough to take him down. He's smart enough. He's got high fight fight IQ. I think he'd be willing to take the guy to the ground. I would really like to see this. I'd really like to see this. I think um, allegedly they they're putting you know. Uh, Grandfather, not grandfather, but what do you call it? Fucking that's some kind of timeout clause, where like after five years of your first fight, like if you haven't, you know, it's like so many fights or the five years, and you're you're out. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know, it's a smart move. Inactivity, leave. But he's not Don Mage. I don't even know the guy's name. So he wasn't like a premier guy. Was he a ranked guy? Was he in the top 10? Was he somebody who was getting pushed? But yeah, again, activity. That's what happens to a lot of guys. They sign all these guys up and they don't they don't fight them enough. And they're like, oh, well, we pay more for our up-and-coming guys, or our new guys, or our first fight guys. But like they're fighting once a year. So like, what does it matter? You know, I mean, back in the day, we would make three and three, but we'd fight three times in a year. That's better than 10 and 10 and fighting one time, one time every, every 18 months, like three and three was way better. <laughs> I'm Jane the hoodie gang. I, I uh, was traveling today. I got back from day, uh, uh, um, San Diego and I didn't have time to like, I haven't showered. I'm a little greasy. That's why I have the hat on too. My hair's like fucking ridiculous. Right. That, like I got back kind of late. I had to rush over to get the dog out of the boarding house. I was a little bit late, so like they were closed. Luckily, somebody was still at the desk, and they let me take him back. It would have sucked if I would have had to leave him another night. Yeah, like that's the pro that's the problem with boxing is <clears throat> because the fighters get a larger share of what's being made, the promoters don't want to put as much energy into promoting them. So like the fighter ends up having to promote himself. So if the fighter doesn't promote himself well, like he's not gonna gain the notoriety to make the the good money. Yeah.
Um, okay, so then we talked about that. Let's get to the next thing, right? Uh, the big, the big, the big thing that everybody's talking about. The big circus, the big circus is uh, Jake Paul, Tyrone Woodley. Um, yeah, Woodley got knocked out. But, I mean, look, man, he hasn't won a fight in a long time. He's been a little bit chinny for a long time. Um, he's undersized, and he took his fight on short notice. So like I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised one bit. It doesn't be like, oh my God, I cannot believe this. Yeah, I totally believe it. A guy that that's almost 20 years younger, who's gassed up to the gills, fought an old MMA fighter who only has an overhand right hand as far as boxing punches go. Uh doesn't move his head very well. <clears throat> and um I don't know, man. Probably isn't gassed up as much. He was on short notice. It was short notice too, because like Paul was getting ready for somebody else. I'm interested in seeing what happens. That's about it. It'll be interesting to see him. He's challenging himself, wants to fight at a higher weight. We'll see how it works out. I mean, skill-wise, maybe, but like I just don't I don't care to watch the small guys. Like I'm, I'm very much not that interested in in anything under 155. It's just, I mean, there's a lot of good talent there. They're skilled, high level, whatever. I don't mean to be dismissive or whatever, but like for my money, it just doesn't do it for me. I'd rather watch um, super heavyweights at like 350. <laughs> That's funner to me. That's a funner fight to me. You know, bring on the circus, bring on the bread. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they they could be better fighters all around, and more exciting fights. But they don't. There's not exciting to me. It's just I get tired of, get exhausted. It, it's fun. It's fun watching big guys battle. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Sal, is, uh, you just watched my Okami fight? Yeah, it was, it was tough, man. It was a good fight. <clears throat> I performed fairly well. Would have been nice to get a, a finish on him. I got one position where I almost had his hand trapped behind his back in the fence, and, like, he sat the wrong way, and I lost it. And I was like, that was it's like, ugh. Like, that was a spot. Like, uh, if I would have got him to fall the other way, <laughs> like, I would have been able to, like, bust his head open. But whatever. Um, that have a strength advantage. I think I'm, I'm strong, but I also have technique. So, you know, strength and getting to the, uh, technical, technically correct positions at the right times, I think helps a lot. There's nothing worse than a, there's nothing worse than a strong guy with good technique. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's tournament style, though. I don't mind. I don't mind that. I, I want them to bring back. I would like to see the, the eight-man tournament in one night. I want to see that. I like I like what uh, Masvidal is doing, man. I like the bare-knuckle MMA. I like it. 
take away the rules, take away some of this bullshit. It's a fight. We're supposed to find out what real fights are and what real things are. Stop the stand-ups. No more stand-ups. Lose the gloves. Lose the wraps. Knees to the head on the ground. Soccer kicks. It's a fight. Let's find out. Let's find out. You get taken down. You can't get up. Tough shit. I don't believe that you should be allowed to stall and hold on top if you're active. Like I had, I had, I'm still in like the top five, top three, whatever. Most strikes landed, and I had, I had less fights than a lot of the guys who are above me or in that same ranking. I was throwing more punches per minute than any of those other guys were. So if you know somebody is talking shit about me saying, oh, I just hold guys down, they're retarded. They're a retarded person who doesn't, who never watched me fight and is just repeating stuff they heard Dana White say because they're balls deep on his cock. <laughs> Losers. I'm going to get a strike. <laughs> Some sensitive Dana fans going to report me. <clears throat> but yeah, man, there was... Uh, the Amanda Serrano and the uh, Miriam Gutierrez fight was probably like the best fighters on the card, best performance on the card. But again, like I, I'm not that interested in watching the girls fight. Just like with the small guys, not 125 pound, 135 pound, and most of the 145 pound guys, I'm not that, I'm not that into the fights. Um, Deron Williams beating Frank Gore. That was a little bit surprising. I thought Frank Gore was going to, you know, manhandle the basketball player. But I think the the size, not the size, but the reach, the reach. And, um, you know, he's still a big guy, man. Deron Williams is still a big guy. I think it was uh, it's interesting. It's interesting to see. <clears throat> um, and then... Uh, Chris Avila and Anthony Taylor. I've, I've trained with Anthony Taylor a little bit. He's came up a couple times, aka. Uh, and then the you know the main the main fight, Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley. Like it was kind of uneventful. Like they're not that great of boxers either one of them. It wasn't like it was some highly contested whatever. It was like it's it's glorified like Dancing with the Stars or. Uh, Boxing with the Stars, Celebrity Boxing 2021 version. But the stars are ex-MMA ex fighters and YouTube stars. I mean, let's, let's you know, what happens when, what happens when uh, Paul has to actually box a boxer, an actual boxer? Let's give him a, a Golden Gloves champ, somebody who was an amateur and did well. They don't have to be like a, a, a highly respected boxer at the time or right now, you know. Uh, you're 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 getting too personal with this. Common writer is saying that uh, Jake Paul Kaming Woodley is just depressing, but I was worried because Jake Paul is 24 and trains hard and for a couple of years now, and Woodley was not getting any younger either. <clears throat> yeah, it, I mean, he's gassed up like a mother grabber too, man. He's got like four times the amount of normal man's testosterone levels, and he's 24. He's just getting started. He doesn't have the CTE. The, the damage hasn't been done the way uh, it has to Woodley. Like, 
I didn't like the first matchup. I called I called Jake Paul winning the first matchup. I said I didn't like the way it looked. Um. Oh yeah. Never, like he's still doing the work. He's still performing. Like whatever. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not shitting on him. But uh, I like. I like the fact that he's able to shine a light on how bad Dana White is ripping off guys. He really is. Like, people pay to watch watch the fighter. It's not about the promotion. It's not the promoter. And now, like. Woodley will probably get another boxing fight on one of those cards on the undercard. He'll get let him fight somebody else, and he'll he'll make he'll make more money in those three fights than he ever made in the UFC. It's wild. Yeah, he did save him. They should have given him a big bonus. Tyron uh, definitely saved him because like they weren't going to have a main event that they would have had to scrap that card. It wasn't nobody was gonna nobody's gonna watch who's he gonna fight who's he gonna fight on that short notice there's a lot of people would have stepped up but like who, who else was gonna draw there was enough time to promote it bingo he's uh exposing how much Dana White underpays UFC fighters and takes advantage of them 100 I'm interested in to see what what happens with the UFC and how they deal with the fact that a lot of their fighters are starting their own promotions now <laughs> Super heavyweights could be two three minute rounds. Yeah, I could be good. I could be good. I mean, you're not wrong. Jake Paul is a better promoter than Dana White. The UFC was successful because they cheated, guys. UFC is successful and did what they did because they cheated. They ripped people off. They exploited people. They cheated. They broke the rules. It's not supposed to be legal for a promoter to control the title, exclusive contracts, the rank. It's not legal. They broke the law. They cheated. The only reason they're successful is because they cheated. <laughs> okay? Anybody else could have been just as successful if they were able to cheat the way the UFC cheated. Period. Sorry, not sorry. That's 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 the truth. That's what happened. The Fertitas cheated. <laughs> they cheated their way to success, and hopefully, uh, the class action lawsuit will hold them accountable, and will receive damages for the money they stole from people. Return the sport to the athletes and the fans again. Interesting question. What does he does well? What is it? I mean, like, I don't know. I don't feel like his defense is that tight. <clears throat> you know, he's he doesn't seem he's not that fast. He's got some power. But, you know, is that is that because he's got, you know, he runs a promotion and they're not drug testing? I don't know. I saw this. What happened with the Sonnen thing? Chael, Chael was, he was, it looked like he was in cuffs and being escorted out by the police. Maybe he was just being escorted out. Was not an arrest? Okay. 
Yeah, I saw I just saw some pictures. I was traveling today, so I didn't really get to see much. But that's guys, like what's even if the other guy was hundred percent in the wrong, like Shale's the one who's gonna gonna suffer the most negative consequences from what happened, probably. You just gotta you just gotta avoid and get out unless he was saving somebody or some shit. But even then, like just you know, it's not worth it, man. You wanna you wanna get in a fight, like do it professionally. Do an amateur. Go into the gym. Fight somebody. <laughs> Chael is still undefeated. <laughs> I mean, he is a bad guy. He's a bad guy. What do, you, what do you expect? What do you expect the bad guy to do? Yeah, 50, yeah, 15 years older. That's a big gap, man. Hot Dude Con was awesome, man. It was awesome. There were some guys in the chat that went. They enjoyed it. It was a really cool experience. Uh, we had a lot of fun. San Diego is a great town. I love San Diego. It's a lot of fun. Uh, good food, good people, smoking chicks everywhere, smoking hot chicks everywhere. Yeah, guys. All right, man. It's been about an hour. The time's up. It was really good talking with you all today. I had a busy day, big travel day. <clears throat> I'm going to go spend some time with the dogs. I miss my dog. I love that bastard. Love that son of a bitch. I really love my son of a bitch dog. I'm allowed to say that. I, I won't get banned for that. Maybe something I should have said. Um, yeah, man. Good times. I hope you guys uh, have... Um, had a good weekend. Hope your week goes well. Make sure you reach out uh, for consultations, right? I do consultations. I can get you on a program to uh, unfuck your life a little bit. Everybody needs a coach. Nobody did anything great without a coach ever. No one won a championship. No one got what they wanted without hard work and coaching, instructions, mentors. Get in set up a consultation and um we can go from there thank you all for stopping by i appreciate you all right i'm gonna play you out something that may make you cry it's beautiful <laughs> Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, and the very next day, fucking gave it away. This year, save me from tears, give it to someone special. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, and the very next day, you fucking gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Once bitten and twice shy, 
I keep my distance, but you still catch my eye. Tell me, baby, do you recognize me? It's been a whole year. It doesn't surprise me. Happy Christmas. I wrapped it up and sent it with a note saying, I love you. I meant it. Now I know what a fool I have been. But if you kiss me now, you'd fool me again. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. And the very next day, you fucking gave it away. This year, save me from tears. I'll give it to someone special. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. And the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Ooh, Merry Christmas, y'all. You notice that? They say Happy Christmas here. That's because they're English. The English people say Happy Christmas. We say Merry Christmas. I think we do it better. Merry Christmas, y'all. Check you later. <laughs>